Hello, everybody, and welcome to Real Quick, episode 84. Today, we have a movie review from a Patreon request, and the movie is Food Fight, and we'll talk about the synopsis and background on it a little more in a second, but this was, of course, recommended as the weekly Patreon review. If you want to check out our Patreon, check it out in the description down below, as well as realtalkpodcast.com for our merch. But I want to say, like, you know, every week we get one, maybe two sometimes patrons will recommend the same movie if they really want us to watch it. But obviously in our Discord, which again, check out our Patreon down below. Every single tier will get an invite to our Discord, which we have a ton of guys over there right now and, and ladies, and it's just a super fun time. Um, but yeah, it seemed like they all ganged up on this one because, and this is yeah. as of like three days ago, so there could even be more. Yeah. But on our uh, we, weekly on Patreon, we post saying, you know, recommend us the movie for the week and we'll pick one of you. And Food Fight was recommended by Dylan Ship, Oscar Trinick, Ferdinando Four, Trey Artsy, Ben Hansey, and Evan O'Donnell. And again, in the coming days, there might have been more. So clearly, there was some collusion in the group in the in the Discord going on trying to get us to watch this movie. So Food Fight, Food Fight. Uh, this is the synopsis of it. It's directed by Lawrence Kasanoff from 2012. The evil brand X joins a supermarket that becomes a city after closing time, and it is. I mean, it's got name brand people. So this obviously is a movie that immediately, if you look at the poster, like if you have never heard of this and you're looking up on your phone, like what the hell is this movie? If you look at the poster, if you look at the trailer, if you look at anything, it looks very rough. It looks very Marmaduke-esque, but worse. But they still have like a pretty stacked cast in terms of voice actors that people know, like Hilary Duff, Eva Longoria, Charlie Sheen, and the rest are kind of people that- Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah, so- a wild cast of voice actors on this. So it's, it's just, it's just odd, man, that this movie even exists kind of how you, how I felt about Marmaduke last year. But I think this one for me was, this even is worse. worse than Marmaduke, yeah, man. So, and like, yeah, yeah. We, uh, let's just get into it because we, this is the most requested review of all time. Um, and we'll, we'll go ahead and get into it. So for me, uh, I gave it a 0.2 out of 10 for a half star. Um, so it avoided the 0.1 because I kind of reserved that for movies. I just think are like abhorrent, which this is really, really close to being that. But like I, 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 I gave it a, I gave it a one. Yeah. Nice. It, it made me laugh one time and that's all it gets points for. <laughs> Do you give zeros or is one the lowest you can go? I think I've given five zeros. Okay. So, um, that, that... so I think I've given just as many zeros as I've given a uh, hundreds. Okay. Fair. Yeah, I, I've never, I don't think I've ever given a zero, so 0. 0.1 is like my lowest. I think zero. Yeah, zero is a little mean. Um, zero is definitely a little mean. Every movie has production. Every movie has people working on it, but I don't know, man, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes if they my just computer deserve it. Work, yeah. But it, it is real bad. Food Fight is, and I, I need to pull up to see like the name of some of their cast people in it, because this movie, again, if you look at, the trailer or poster of this it just looks so wild for how bad this production is like this animation style it's from 2012 Still which is. is not truly that long ago like snow white yeah. what the first ever animated feature film snow white was like 1937 that looks infinitely better looks than this did in 2012 <laughs> yeah yeah man. like oh my i don't know God. what this style is i i know it's like computer generated animation is what it's called but like is this it, it is the same style as marmaduke like you can clearly tell and marmaduke's obviously mm. just like the the 11 year 10 year improved version of that but what it seems like it is, is literally just like 
like I feel like it's like a chat GBT AI where they just kind of say, like, dude, I'm telling movie. you, this thing was written by AI. Yeah, and, like I and feel... designed by AI. Like we have AI movies and people aren't talking about it. Yeah, like, it just has I was to gonna be. say that because it, this, I agree with you, man. The it's animation crazy. here is so bad and so wonky. Yeah, but it. <laughs> And it's just so there's just a lot of things wrong with this movie. This movie is so crazily horny, and this is like PG. I'd imagine. Yeah. I just imagine it's a kids movie. I don't know the production company. It, it is. Company or it anything. is right. It's yeah, it's, it's it's a family slash comedy movie. It's rated PG, but this yeah. movie is so horny because obviously it follows along our our main detective, which I'd imagine is played by Charlie Sheen, and he he's kind of trying to save the day. And pretty much every woman, whether it's a friend or a foe or like the big bad villain. Or any woman he comes across. He's trying like, to riz up Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I was going to say, because it's not like him trying to riz them up. It's always like, no. he's just like, I'm just trying to do my job. Like the classic, like Nick Cage, noir, Spider-Man. Yeah, he's like, I, I just want, I just, I'm just doing my job. And every, every woman who comes across him is just like trying to get in his pants. And like, literally yeah. like way too long of dialogue. It's not even just like one comment. It'll be like each, each woman he comes across like three minutes straight of just like, overly horny dialogue that is just so yeah, weird man. and ho- overly horny costumes and it's just so odd this is a pg movie to me and yeah it's it's, uh, it's a 1.3 out of 10 on imdb which is truly honestly impressive it's it's been like anti-review bombs like i'm looking at just reviews on on just straight google and it's got more five out of fives than it does one and it's like the the first review is this movie is definitely in a league of its own. I mean, the animation is absolutely brilliant and stunning. It blows my mind how such a masterpiece of a feature film could even exist. Like it's anti-review bombed. It's like everyone's just putting in five out of fives for the memes, which is fine. But in my opinion, so this this movie's not even funny to like make fun of or talk. Like it's just stupid. It's just bad. Like it's it like the last night for me is a half star. Transformers the last night. But I find it hilarious to talk about that movie and just rip it apart because of how stupid it is. This thing's it's not even fun. Like, it's just horribly stupid and just awful, man. And also, were all of these characters, this took me way too long to pick up if it is true. And if it's not true, then I just didn't get it. Were all of these characters, um, like, brand logos? Is that what they were? What were Ike's? What were Ike's? I thought it was like Mike and Ike. Yeah, I don't know. If if that's a thing, I did not pick up on that. But I just I didn't get this because like uh, yeah, and and I don't want to look into it too deep. I'm not going to even Google the answer if it's if it's not the answer, I don't care. But there, the only recognizable food thing there was a whale or a, a a fish of some sort. If you look at the movie poster, there's a fish of some sort, and I thought that was like the tuna. Oh, so it's tuna. I thought that was like the tuna brand logo fish. That that's the only thing going with it. Yeah, Charlie the tuna. I think it's like the tuna brand logo because wasn't this like this was like a partial watch for me in the sense that I turned it on for 10 minutes and mm-hmm. was like, I'll jump <laughs> off a cliff if I have to watch this whole thing. Um, like, so I was doing other things. So if I didn't fully get the essence of food fight, my bad. Um, but I thought it was like, they were, they were food brands and this, this lady X girl wanted to get rid of all health food. Cause there's a, something called a deservative or what, what was it? Like pre, there, it was not preservative. It was deservative or mm-hmm. something where it deserves it. 
um which fuck you that's so ai but it's just i don't know man it's so stupid and bad and stupid there's no other words for it yeah i wouldn't be surprised if there's some like brand mirroring there because kind of like the plot of this is like there's this brand x that comes into this supermarket and starts to try and replace all the brands of like the normal existing brands with brand x which is like a generic brand which this is like anti like great value propaganda or something from walmart like i feel like this movie yeah. is like saying like cheap affordable consumer brand products coming in and taking all the name brand spots I'm like what, what's even the message here is this just like big pepperidge farm and big coca-cola or something got together and like let's make is, a movie man. about the horrors of affordable food coming in but the, the the scene that blew me away the most was mr clipboard who's played by christopher lloyd when he enters the movie about 20 minutes in it's nightmare fuel. Like his, like I feel like oh, they, yeah. they, they told AI to like computer generate like yeah. a, a boss. That's like a Lex Luthor Joker cross. Cause he was like so quirky and like high stepping and laughing maniacally with his little clipboard. And I was like, this is pure nightmare fuel. I was, I just, it's horrible. Clipboard, I'm sending Mr. Clipboard was wild. I'm sending you pictures of, I'm going to put it for all the YouTubers. I'm putting on the, it's the same fucking logo too. Like they stole this shit from Starkist or whatever the tuna brand <laughs> and they didn't even like move his arm or anything so no it's the same arm the same glasses the same face i don't know if you can do that or if they can did they get like approval from Starkist for this because if you approve that Starkist, you're stupider than your food i'm anti-canned tuna by the way not a canned tuna guy well, so, so, okay, the thing we talked about right before we clicked record that you, you noticed and I noticed as well is this film had a $65 million budget yes. and it made 73000 at the box office. So yeah. the fact that they're using real food brand logos and the movie's all kind of about a generic food brand coming in and taking shelf space away from all the major food brands, $65 million budget, but only made 73000 and this movie's awful. I think that this movie was like, put on your tinfoil hat. I think it was like star-kissed, Pepperidge Farm, all all the big like food companies coming together. This and there's Buttersworth like, on the uh, on the front of the movie. Oh, it's got the Vlasic Eagle. This thing's fucked. It's literally got all the IP of like big grocery, and I just feel like they were like, <laughs> how are how are we going to be able to compete with Great Value and whatever yeah. Target's equivalent is like Market Pantry or whatever it is with the, with the cheaper store brand stuff? Well, let's just make this sixty five million dollar movie. We'll split it six ways. We'll get ten million dollars each. And what we'll is money launder it through this movie? And you can use that ten million to try and reduce your prices to compete with these guys or something. I don't know what's going on here because they're using yeah. all these. Like, and the thing is like, okay, I need to find the production company of this. Cause with the, with the big names, oh, I, I was quickly scrolling through the, the Viva pictures, Viva pictures. Okay. Interesting. I've never heard of them, but obviously uh, like they have right. names attached. We know. So it started production in 1997 by animation studio threshold entertainment, but was released in 2012 by Viva pictures. Um, Kasanoff, who's the director, writer, producer, um, is best known for producing the 90s Mortal Kombat movies, which I'm pretty sure people really hate. Um, yeah, so... It, okay, sorry. Yeah. So what I'm seeing is he wanted the movie to be like f who framed Roger Rabbit, but instead of licensing a bunch of different cartoon characters, he decided to license the use of food company mascots. So that's what it is, but... Fuck off. Very Chester Cheetah, Twinkie the Kid, Miss Butterworth. They were all portrayed by famous celebrities. Fuck off. 
Fuck you. I'm looking at Viva pictures right now. So the only other movie I think I've seen from them is The Amazing Maurice from earlier this year. Is that Sundance? And it was, I think it was like a 1.5 out of 10 for me. Like just not good. And then another 2023 release they have is Rally Road Racers, which I didn't see, but I definitely saw like a, a poster or something for that in AMC at one time or another. So there's like movies that I've kind of heard of, but not huge animation movies and but weird. They're not AMPTP or whatever. So we like them. Pro, <laughs> pro, uh, Viva Pictures. Yeah, pro Viva, Viva La, Pictures. Viva La School. Viva La Pictures. <laughs> um, and then yeah. So another thing we talked about that kind of fuels the the tinfoil hat of like did this movie's a lot money laundering scheme is put so it can- on and keep it on. So Cam Cam mentioned that you know nineteen or it started in like nineteen ninety eight, but it didn't get released like 2020, 2012. So in December two thousand two, the hard drives containing the film in progress were stolen. So the filmmakers had to start over, and, and basically start from zero, which just further feels that there's some sketchy stuff going on here. How do you just like let your film get stolen? Because clearly this isn't a movie that any logical robber would be be like. This is worth risking my life in prison to to steal food fight. So I guess this is motion capture animation, um, which I did. I thought it was like computer generated, but there I'm reading on this production that it was actually motion capture. What a fucking God, what a mess. It's so bad. I'm starting to like this the more I read into it because there's a quote from <laughs> Lawrence Kasanoff, who the director was that when this right before this movie's release, he declared his company is the new Pixar. And, he, and this yeah. movie was supposed to be the first one to start their empire with numerous yep. merchandise tie-ins planned on Food Fight and a planned right. Food Fight on Ice show. <laughs> food Fight on Ice would be electric. Um, you, there's one. Are you on TigerMediaNet.com? I'm not. Oh, okay. So we're, we're reading different articles. But this says, you probably think that the plot doesn't make any sense. You're right. It doesn't. No explanation is ever given in the film to explain why the interior of stores turns into a city, <laughs> which they're right. It just doesn't make any sense. The uh, stupid fucking movie, man. Most of the animators that worked on Food Fight refused to list this film on their resumes. I don't blame them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, Mr. Clean is the only product mascot in this movie that's not associated with food. I did see Mr. Clean at one point. It was just a bald guy, but yeah, I did see him. Um, okay, so Chester Cheetah, the Coca Gila Polar Bears, and Honey Nut Cheerios B were supposed to be included, but they couldn't get the rights, which, yeah, you shouldn't have been able to. Uh, God, this is so bad, man. Lawrence Kastanoff also has another quote that he promoted the film and he said it would be, quote, his studio's version of Casablanca. I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get him on the pod. Yeah. I'm going to get this guy on the pod. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I got to find more quotes from this dude. I, see, this dude is so much better than um, David Ayer, uh, Ayer mm. who is on Twitter right now and he's like, yeah, the air cut is so much better. No, this guy is just like, this fucking movie is great. Y'all don't, y'all don't get it. He's, David Ayer's bashing the movie that his name's attached to, whereas Lawrence Kasanoff is taking it and just saying, "No, this this movie's the fucking Casablanca of animated films." You're all idiots. I love it. Speaking of idiots, like just an, another quote I see from him. According to comments made by several animators, writer and director Lawrence Kasanoff didn't seem to realize the difference between live action and animation in the early in the late 1900s. He'd often ask his cast to do retakes of certain scenes he didn't like. So just, he's directing a movie that's animated, and he's basically trying to direct it like live action. It sounds like he just had no clue what's going on. So if you're trying to make the next Pixar, you probably kind of learn 
the, the difference between retakes and just like reanimating a scene. Yeah, reanimating the entire thing. Um, someone who worked on the film claimed, uh, dis- sorry, described Kasanoff as quote a talentless, classless scumbag that should be banned from Hollywood until the end of time. <laughs> That's oh no, this guy. Yeah. Well, I'm guess, just reading. Yeah, the only positive I guess could be this is the the first film that sisters Hillary Duff and Haley Duff worked together on. So hopefully they had some family fun while they were filming this and got something out of it to enjoy being sisters working together because this is a this was not not a good movie. It was not an average movie. I had it was not bad. I, I had more fun awful. talking about it yeah, than yeah, I thought yeah, I would. Yeah, like once once you start diving into the the lore behind it. Cause I think talking about the movie itself, like what happens between the, no. the intro credits and the end credits are, is not that fun. But talking about everything oh, yeah. about it is a very, we fun. should, we should note. So basically there's a dog detective, his girlfriend. No, the person he's trying to propose to, by the way, who is clearly uninterested at the time, at least played by Hillary Duff. Um, she gets, uh, she gets taken by evil Gloria's character and they're making a deservative, like I mentioned. So basically something that's going to kill all food. Um, and speaking of, they talk a lot about tinfoil in this movie. Mm. They do mention tinfoil a lot. So put that hat right back on <laughs> because something going on here. Um, but yeah, they basically, and then it's a detective like who done it, but it's super shitty and not anything at all. And the animation's horrible and yeah, it's nothing. And then he gets the girl and they're in love again or whatever. Who cares? That's the plot of the movie because we didn't talk about like anything in the movie this whole time. The one time I laughed was there's some weird weasel looking character whose head was like crooked like that. Do you remember that guy? Um, Not I actually have some head, no. <laughs> That's fine. Um, at one point, there's something falling towards him and he said something like death, mild friend, welcome back or something <laughs> like that and just gets killed. Like the big thing falls on him. And I was like, all right, that, that kind of made me laugh. So there's your one point, Lawrence yeah. Kasanov. I yeah, obviously, like I I couldn't rightfully rate it any higher than a half star, zero point two out of ten. But I will say, so like the script no. and dialogue was very AI generated, like awful, and the 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 animation obviously abhorrent, and the movie just doesn't make sense. But like, I thought the voice acting was fine. Like I thought the people like actually just reading the lines, like the lines sucked. But I thought like the voice actors was like a a step up in quality than anything else in the movie, which almost made it feel more out of place. But I guess like. Charlie Sheen, Hillary Duff, Eva Longoria, Chris, they, they did fine reading their lines. So I guess I was, okay. there was, I was reading some sort of Reddit article on this. Oh, also this is coming out way late. Congratulations, Tyler, on getting engaged. I love you. Oh, thank you. Thank I, you. I, I haven't talked to you like in person since that, <laughs> yep. um, but congrats. Um, where, where were we? Oh, <laughs> there was one Reddit article that was like, Where'd the $65 million go? And it was like to fuel Charlie Sheen's coke addiction. I was like, yeah, it's kind of funny. That made me laugh. Uh, but this whole thing fucking sucks, man. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe that's the ultimate final conspiracy you can take away from this movie is that this movie is the, the reason Charlie Sheen had downfall because the only reason he probably did it was Lawrence Kasanoff promised him free drugs on set. This movie took 15 years to film that he was just always on set in for all theory, those years and got addicted to everything. And it ruined in Charlie theory... Sheen. This was supposed to come out in 2003, right? If it had the same cast, like that's a big cast for 2003, right? Mm-hmm. Hillary Duff has the, uh, whatever the Duff show was, mm-hmm. that animated show. Um, Charlie Sheen's got two and a half men going, I think, around this time. He's mm-hmm. kind of a big name in 2003. So that's 
good for good for the cast man getting that kind of cast. Um, <laughs> well, I, I think we I, know where the sixty five million went. It, like a hundred percent probably had to go to the actors. And they left him. Yeah. Like, he like told his animators like you you, th- you thought the across studios. the Spider Verse had toxic culture. The freaking Lawrence Kasdan probably walked in with twenty k and said, "I need a ninety minute feature film. What do you got?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this the very end of this article that I'm reading says, I do not recommend it. I do not recommend it for children. I do not recommend it for adults. I don't even recommend it for prison inmates on death row. Don't give this film any attention. So we've we've fucked up, Tyler. We're giving it attention. Yeah, well, that's bad fucking movie. Yeah, I mean, we really just had no choice, though. When six Patreons band together to, to tell us to review a movie, we're going to listen. So take note, Patreon current patrons or anyone who's featured a patron, if you really, really, really want us to review a movie, use your use your political strength. Get in, the, get in the Discord, start to drum up some support and get a campaign going and get make a coordinated attack. Because if, if, if we're getting multiple recommendations the same movie, we can't help it. And also... I know they weren't able to produce weird schedule. You're going to see an episode with like just Seth and, and um, uh, seeing or Ian, um that's coming out, whatever weird schedule this week. You didn't know Seth wouldn't be here, but make sure to get Seth to watch one of these. Cause he'll just lose his mind over food fight 2012. Especially cause Seth is the kind of guy who like, no matter what the movie is, is a big, like leave the phone in another room. Yep. Sit <laughs> yeah. Like I don't he's think like, he's ever multitasker in a movie. So no, yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I did not watch yeah, it. So I really want to see if there's no way he'll ever watch it, but it would be interesting. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that does it for real quick episode 84. Um, yeah, so make sure you go you go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube and follow us on Spotify, Apple, and check out the Patreon down below in the description. And we will see you in the next episode. Shout out again to the, like the seven Patreons who recommended Food Fight. It was it's always nice to add another point five to the to the distribution. You gotta you can't 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 let that column of your ratings distribution this, get get ignored for too long. You gotta add it every once in a while. This is my hundredth. Uh, Point five out of five. So I guess thanks to whoever to those that recommended this for uh for getting me over that hump. This is my hundredth five or half star out of five. Not five out of five. <laughs> and with that, we close the episode. We'll see you in the next one.